guys, welcome to episode one of the, the Tiny, Tiny Cast. Cast. You're here with Evan and Avery. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our introduction. If you did listen to it, uh, good for you. If you didn't, you don't have to check it out, but we'd appreciate that. Um, I just want to say real quick, last episode, I said that Tiny was <laughs> around 40 pounds. Uh, he's not that heavy. He's around 16 pounds, which is still heavy for a cat. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, I'm trying to get him to lose a little bit of weight. I'm, I'm putting some weight loss food in his bowl instead of the the good stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like eating all of it. Oh my god! Do you remember that one time when he <laughs> when you gave him was it when you gave him wet food? But when what we were talking about earlier when he jugged his oh, food yeah. across the entire apartment. So I used to try to spoil Tiny with wet food, and him being an outside cat, he does not know what wet food is. <laughs> and so he, I didn't think cats did this. I only thought dogs did this. But I was like looking over at Tiny. I saw him like scooting from the bathroom. The kitty litter's in the bathroom. Here's litter boxes uh, from the bathroom all throughout the living room and then into the bedroom. And, and like, then I saw him and was like, what is he doing? Oh, no, no, no. Because, like, I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. So I was like, that's not that's not good. Yeah. Like, what is he doing? And so then <laughs> I just kind of stared at him until he stopped. And then I didn't see anything at first. And then that's when <laughs> you got up and were like, um, I'm going to check that. Yeah. And then it was just like poo streaks everywhere, yeah. shit stains. I cleaned it up. Yeah. I did not want you to see it. Yeah. It was it honestly, in all honesty, it <laughs> wasn't that bad. It's not like he was going everywhere with it, but yeah, it was not. It was not a pretty sight. To it behold. was all over the carpets, yeah, and the rugs in the bathroom. Yeah, we. I cleaned it. I there's no stains or anything, so don't think we live in a crap infested apartment, but. <laughs> Yeah, nah. We stopped feeding him wet food after that. Yeah. We just get him, like, those hard, or, like, they're still soft treats, but it's not, like, wet food. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like, the temptations. But, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> that was a scary day. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, today we wanted to uh, introduce ourselves a little bit more to you guys. Uh, more than just, we live in an apartment and we have a cat but who we really are and where we come from so i was myself i was born in san antonio texas in 2002 where were you born Avery? <laughs> <laughs> what year were you born 2001 <laughs> where in new Braunfels, texas in new Braunfels, texas yeah texas new Braunfels. <laughs> no <laughs> But I grew up in San Antonio. Yeah. And I grew up in New Braunfels. Yeah, so, so we like football. Yeah. And I'm the youngest in my family and he's the oldest. So I am the oldest. Also funny. I'm the oldest of three, three boys. And um, you are. The youngest of me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both of our and parents we, are divorced though. Yeah, my parents are just recently divorced. Funny story actually. My parents oh, <laughs> Uh, were officially divorced. Uh, papers written, judge, jury, oh, all yeah. signed off on it. 
the day that I asked Avery to be my girlfriend. <laughs> we were in Dallas on a trip, um, and I was planning on asking her to be my girlfriend the whole time. And so it was probably, I don't know, like 7 o'clock. We were drinking some wine in the Airbnb, and I asked her to be my girlfriend. And then my dad, obviously she said yes. My dad not, but like <laughs> maybe I an, don't know. Hour and a half, <laughs> an hour and a half later, my dad texts me. It's super sad, but looking back on it, it's funny. But he texted me and he just said, hey, bud, like, just want to let you know that, like, it's official. We're not together anymore. So our I anniversary is the anniversary of our my parents' divorce, Yeah, and which was pretty recent. Two days off from my parents' wedding anniversary. Yeah. So it's wild. The, what? you know, the stars really aligned here. You know, another funny <laughs> thing about my parents' divorce, I guess we're just getting into this. Um, <laughs> my dad, uh, I don't, I, I won't go. There's, while just my parents it. were going through a rough patch uh, before their divorce, my dad was trying to make up stuff to my mom. Nothing serious, but he was trying to, trying to give her some alone time at an, a hotel room. So he booked her in a, a hotel room. room Got her a bottle of wine, gave it to her, right? My mom <laughs> didn't open the bottle of wine, brought it back to my dad uh, the, the next day. My dad held on to it and then... Oh, yeah, I gave it to yeah, us as a gift, g- right? Yeah, I gave it to us as a as a gift. Um, and then I forgot about... Or I had it... I wanted to save it for a special t- event. And this is when I was living at my old apartment with my roommates. So I left it on top of the fridge because that's where we like kind of kept our unopened bottles of wine. But my roommates, who are avid cookers, they cook a lot, uh, they opened it up and started using it to cook pasta or something with it, or chicken or whatever. And uh, anyway, I walked into them like using it and I got pretty upset at them about it because I was like, that's not yours, that's mine, my dad gave it to me. It's not nice wine, but it, like the sentimentality yeah. of it. Um, so yeah. I, did, I still didn't drink from it, but it was open, so it got oxidized. And then when I moved, I only moved like three weeks after that happened. So I figured the wine would still be good. I wanted to drink it with Avery whenever we moved in with each other. And so during the move, I left it in my car on accident for about three days. And I didn't know that. I, yeah, I, I forgot to tell you, <laughs> which is why, anyway. But yeah, so when I decided to to reopen it and share it with Avery, I wanted to make sure that it was good because I knew that it might not be good. And it was terrible. And I'm sure it was. It was really sad. It was so bad. Damn. Yeah. So. <sighs> oh, well. Poor, poor Evan Sr. I'm Evan Jr., by the way. My dad is also has the same name as me. So. <laughs> poor. I, I like to call him Sr. In high school, all my all my friends and I were called Sanger or just Sang. <laughs> we're not that hick. We're from Central Texas, but we're not hick. Oh god, we're not country like that. The other funny thing about him being a junior is that like my older brother is also a junior. Yeah, and my dad is a senior, so like that's funny too. Yeah. And we also both have older half sisters. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. <laughs> so yeah, we just have a lot of really scary things in common. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like before we started like officially dating or unofficially dating, I should say. 
we were like we got really close because like we had so much stuff in common so honestly like we've been best friends for like at least a year now yeah which is why like we eventually felt so comfortable moving in with each other yeah because we literally like texted every single day like yeah because not only did we hang out like every day like outside of work but we also worked with each other so it was almost like 24 7 yeah we were hanging out with each other (laughs) yeah before even before we started officially dating Mm -hmm. which is you know why i eventually felt comfortable moving in with her because i was like i've already seen what i'm gonna see (laughs) like (laughs) like when i was before i moved out of excuse me before i moved out of my old apartment she was over like pretty much two weeks straight there was one time we wanted to test the waters of living together and she oh, yeah. she was staying with me for like a week and a half straight. And it was like not we weird staying. at all. Yeah. I would come back or he would get off work and then he'd be like, oh, is it weird being here by yourself? And I'd be like, not really, honestly. Yeah. Like I would just stay there and like, I like went to HEB, did some grocery shopping, came back, cleaned, yeah. did some chores and like, I don't know. <laughs> well anyways even before we like i don't know i don't, I don't know <laughs> my bad guys no but again to reiterate it's been amazing like living with with you nice uh, <laughs> i did not expect it to go this well like so why so, i so. had i was like so confident I was like, yeah, like we should just move in together, like fuck roommates. Yeah. And you were like, no, yeah. I don't know about that. Was it just like well, your parents? And, I like, think no. I, I was just in my head. Well, because it's looking at it from an outside perspective, it's not a smart idea. Like it's really not. Like I wasn't even twenty one yet. There's like, a lot of things you did that weren't not that they weren't smart, but like that didn't really make sense. Yeah, against the norm for sure. Yeah. A little taboo, but. because well we eventually came to the conclusion to move in with each other but with roommates we were going to move in with uh, yeah (laughs) we meaning you came to that conclusion and i was like okay because i need a place to live yeah (laughs) listen (laughs) well i was pretty much just like i want to live with you so if you want roommates we can have roommates but i don't really want yeah. That was my opinion. I was just a little scared to move in with you at first. Like, just us, you and I, sharing one bedroom apartment. So, with my other two roommates at the time, we were going to move, all of us move into a four bedroom apartment. You and I still share. House. Or, four bedroom house. Yeah, we were going to try to run out of house. You and I still share a bedroom, but keep that one extra for like storage. And if anything happens between you and I, like, you could just move to the other bedroom. Yeah. But, so that, like, kind of broke it for me, like, like, being like, yeah, I'm down to move in with you. Like, officially, I mean, like, that's the first step. And so once we got past that, like, when I, when we would talk about moving into houses and how it was, like, kind of difficult for all four of us to be happy with one place, like, we both came to the conclusion, like, bro, fuck it. Like, let's just move in together, Literally. you and I. And yeah. it was a super easy decision after, like, after yeah. that. It was, it really was so easy. fun, like... I was just talking to somebody about this at work the other day. I can't remember who it was. 
But I was like, yeah, like, it was honestly so much fun, like, looking for an apartment together and, like, picking everything out. Yeah. Because you hadn't really done that before since you kind of, like, moved in with your roommates. But I had, so it was really fun, like, doing it with somebody because I had to do a lot of stuff by myself when I moved out. Yeah. You know? So it was cool, like, researching everything and then being like, oh, yeah, like, this one's the best one and everything. And we're really happy with our apartments freaking beautiful i don't know i love it i think it's perfect no i love our apartment that's awesome but yeah super happy here oh the other thing about the wine that i just remembered right now is wasn't that around the time that tiny was like up on the top shelf in the kitchen and like knocked down oh yeah (laughs) i wasn't there when i neither Neither. one of us were there when it happened but it was when he when evan lived with his roommates and Right. When yeah. you lived with your roommates and then yeah, tiny, came home. Or, we so both came home roommate, actually after work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got it uh, when I was eating on my moment. And you got it? Or I got the, sorry, I got the text. My roommate, <laughs> Lexi, texted me. And she was like, hey, like, tiny knocked over the wine bottles or like a wine bottle that was on top of the fridge and like fell on it and it like broke and everything and then sent a picture and that was all she said and then she sent a picture of tiny yeah and his whole stomach he's a black and white cat his entire like bottom half of his him is white and then the top half is black with like a little bit of brown mixed in there but his like it was red it was red i like freaked out yeah i thought I was it was like, oh my god is he bleeding yeah i like, thought he was like all cut up and i was like kind of mad because i was like why is she being so nonchalant yeah. i was like what the fuck like if that happened to like their cat or whatever we would not just like send a picture of her and <laughs> yeah. like be like yeah just fyi you know yeah but then when we got home i was like hey maybe we should like try to give him a bath to see if it's blood or if it's like yeah. You know, well, first like, I like felt up his stomach to see if there's any glass or cuts, yeah. and I couldn't feel anything. But it, like he has really thick fur, right? Yeah. So I was thinking like it might still be blood, you know, because it was like red wine, obviously. Um, but we started like washing it out, and then it turned pink, and I was like, okay, it's, it's fine. Yeah, he was staying though for yeah. a solid like two months. Yeah, it was at bad. least. Yeah, it was. I felt so bad for him. He looked so sad and yeah, I know, like he embarrassed. Really did. He looked so embarrassed. But yeah, that was that was scary. That was, yeah. <laughs> it was really. It scary was really funny course. after we found out he was okay, though. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> now it's all gone. Now he's yeah perfectly white and fluffy. Now I get really sketched out though whenever like now that we live together, if he gets up on top, yeah, we have bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, luckily we don't keep any full wine yeah. wine bottles up at the. At the top of our kitchen. Yeah. But, but yeah, what else? What else about your life do you want to share with me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh my God. There's, I mean, there's a lot. (laughs) There's 21 years worth of life that I could pick from. Uh, hmm. You jumped around in high school, right? Like, What what was the first high school that you went to again? I just went to two. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first of the I went two. to Johnson, Johnson, and then I went to New Braunfels, and I graduated from there yeah. my senior year. Well, okay, so when I was there, I did, like, every sport ever my freshman year. So I, like, knew a lot of people, yeah. and then, which made it kind of hard to leave, but honestly, it was one of those schools, like, it was a public school, but it was one of those schools I was, like, super preppy and, like, I don't know, mm. like... 
all the kids there were kind of like acted like white and privilegey, even if they weren't. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so like. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, when kids got in trouble, they wouldn't actually get in trouble. Just dumb stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then just, there was a lot of favoritism in sports. And in the classroom, honestly. Because I was never, like, a teacher's pet or anything. Because, like, fuck that noise. Yeah. But, like, my coaches always liked me. But I still was never, like, a favorite or anything like that. Like, I never experienced, like, any kind of favoritism. Mm-hmm. At least, like, not in my opinion. Like, maybe other people will see it differently. But, like... I don't know. It was never, like, blatantly obvious. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So, because of that, though, because I didn't, like, grow up, like, in the right group of people or anything, I feel like, I don't know. I was always, like, right in the middle. Like, I was never super popular or anything, but, like, people that played sports would know me just because I played a lot of sports. It wasn't, like, because I'm amazing or something. It's just, like, because I was on a lot of different teams. So, I just got to know a lot of people, and then... And then I stopped, like, my sophomore year because I fell in love with wrestling. And that was, like, the sport that I chose to do because I really wanted to do sports in college. So I kind of, like, just stuck with that and, like, got good at that. And I did that year-round. Mm-hmm. And that also helped me, like, meet new people because then there was, like, wrestling outside of school, like, in the summers. So I would, like, travel and, like, you know, I'd be on Team Texas and stuff like that. So I just got to meet people that were, like, not in my school district and stuff like that, obviously. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And, uh, and so my parents got divorced my junior year, though, which is why I moved to New Braunfels, because... Your senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we... I think it was right after the wrestling season was over is when my mom, like, moved out, and then, um, after that... Yeah, I just, like, we lived in a two-bedroom apartment. It was, like, me, my brother, and my mom. And those were sad days, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then after that, I decided I wanted to move back with my dad. So when he got enough money to, like, get his own place, he uh, got me and him a two-bedroom apartment in New Braunfels. Because he was, like, looking out for me, and he was, like, well, if you still want to wrestle and stuff, we should look at, like, what wrestling team is good, what, like, coach do you like, like, that kind of stuff, and we yeah. landed on New Braunfels, because the coach was, like, amazing, I still love him, he's great, mm-hmm. if I texted him right now, he would be like, oh my god, like, how are you, I hope you're doing good, everything, like, yeah, he's sick. great, um, he's a really good dude, and I had, like, one or two people on that team that I already knew, so I was like, yeah, sure, like, it'll be, like, shitty, moving my senior year obviously but yeah. I was like honestly like fuck this school like I don't like there's nobody here that's like making me want to stay kind of thing because my best friend had just graduated mm. so I literally had like no ties anymore because we had a new coach and everything any anyways so then I yeah I went there graduated from there as like a loner because nobody knew me <laughs> and they'd all like grown up together so I literally was the kid in the back with my hood on being ignored yeah. and ignoring everybody. No, New Braunfels High School is so clicky. Yeah. It's so clicky. It is. Like, I mean, I didn't try either, so I'm not going to, like, make that judgment. I definitely didn't try to make friends, but yeah, I was just trying to get through the year. Because I didn't really care about school either, because I had, like, a wrestling scholarship and everything. Yeah. Which also later, like, didn't happen, but still. <laughs> but 
Well, I went to two schools as well. Uh, in high school, I went to uh, a private school in New Braunfels Christian, and then I transferred to Canyon for my junior year, um, and then went back to New Braunfels Christian to, to graduate there. So at Canyon, I was always friends, even like from my freshman to senior year, I was more friends with Canyon students than it was with New Braunfels High. Um, and we just hated, we could not stand the New Braunfels High guys because they, I don't know, they were super clicky. Uh, the weird thing about like how the school, schools, school districts in New Braunfels is like <laughs> set up, it's like a donut. Like imagine a circle and then put a donut hole, like a smaller circle in the middle of it. And that smaller circle is New Braunfels High School District. And the outer circle is Canyon District or Comal ISD. And so conveniently, the wealthier part of New Braunfels is located in New Braunfels <laughs> ISD in that small circle. So <laughs> you all right? Yeah. That cranberry just got you. So like... I don't know just that because I grew up not super wealthy like at all so I just like had that natural inclination to to not really liking those snobby guys yeah and they were snobby I felt like that too where I was at because I wasn't exactly like you but for my family it was like like my parents had to like bust their butt at their job in order for us to, like, live where we lived and stuff. So we weren't, like, so poor to where we couldn't, like, afford certain things or, like, have certain luxuries or anything. But it was, like, (laughs) a struggle for my parents to, like, keep us in that, like, at least, like, middle class to where, like, they could afford everything for us. And, like, I feel like that's why we were struggling is because they wanted to, like, afford everything for us. I got you. All the club, like stuff we wanted to do or like select and like expensive stuff so that we could like excel in whatever we chose to like excel in yeah so that's what it's kind of crappy about being the oldest sibling is like because i was the first and my parents had me uh, my mom was 22 my dad was 23 when they had me and so they didn't they weren't able to graduate college they had to jump right into that into the workforce and so like we definitely grew up and like the lower strata <laughs> for sure or like no, I, I definitely it. grew up and so I mean eventually like my dad would find better jobs and my mom would start working too but definitely lives paycheck to paycheck which like as a kid you don't like realize yeah like for real. like oh we're struggling to eat meat ends meat we're struggling to get food like there's a few times where like we had to be on food stamps or whatever like, I, you just, like, don't realize that when you're, like, young and naive. Like, you're just, like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm reading Diary of the Wimpy Kid books. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I have a Super Nintendo. Like, I'm fine, bro. And <laughs> my dad's yeah. over there, like, calling. Trusting the fuck out. Calling his bank, being like, bro, I'm sorry I missed three months. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> my kid really don't wanted repo the, the house. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, no, like, my dad eventually, like, he's, a, my dad's a really good dude. Like, he's a very hard worker, family-oriented, and so, like, he was working hard in every job that he had to to make the most of it. And eventually, like, when I turned literally, like, three months into me being 18, my dad became a lot more successful than he had been in the past, which is awesome. I'm super happy for him, but I was, I moved out, I went to college, and so, like, 
<laughs> I didn't get to have any of those like uh, perks of being a little bit more uh, well off than we used to. My my little brother though, because I never got to play club sports, but like Russell and Brody, Brody's uh, those are my little brothers by the way. Brody's in AAU, and Russell's in all of it, all the select sports. I never played any select sports. I'm so jealous. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, for me, honestly, my brother and I were both in, like, everything. But we also had our own, like, sports organization for a while so that, like, we could afford it. Yeah. Because we would just be, like, a nonprofit. So, like, obviously, my brother and I could play for football yeah. and stuff. We had one of those two, CFBO, which is, like, for football. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a government. The government, like, funded it. We did Typho, and it was just like a non-profit. Oh. I don't know. And we did Pop Warner, too. We did both. But I was in cheerleading when that was happening, and that was when <laughs> I was like a really little kid. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I used to be in cheerleading. There's nothing... I wouldn't change anything about how I grew up. I'm glad, like... And I wouldn't change anything about how you grew up. I'm glad that you became the person you became, and I'm glad yeah. I became the person I became. Same yeah, kids these days are entitled. That's something that we've been talking about recently is how entitled, like, yeah. children are these days with, like, iPads and Netflix and Cocomelon and... Did you just say Cocomelon? <laughs> yeah, oh, my probably. God. <laughs> like, YouTube kids, my littlest brother, Russell, he would he would be on that stuff all the Didn't time. did you say he would, like, break TVs and stuff? <laughs> we don't want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> Not this episode. <laughs> that's, that's for a deep discussion, bro. <laughs> My bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah. No, it was cool. So I went to a private school, which mm-hmm. you know, if you're not super well off, how the hell do you get into a private school? But it's because of like my mom worked for the school, so we had a discount and my dad is like super friendly and my mom's super friendly and I like was a good really good kid. So I was able to like get like scholarships and grants or whatever for this which is so stupid that schools like you'll have to get a freaking grant to go to a high school yeah that doesn't make sense yeah and it was not a prestigious high school i mean it's a nice I literally school. never heard of it before i met you yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry my I, my graduating class was like 28 that's so stupid yeah like what what's the purpose of the school at that point like i don't understand private christian education able to make their own rules I guess. six-man football i played football so you were in wrestling and softball your freshman year. Volleyball and track. Volleyball and track. I was in football and baseball only my freshman year, but football all four years. And then choir junior year. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. I know. But the <laughs> thing with uh, MBCA, the private school, is it was six-man football, which is like a lot different than 11-man football, your typical football that you watch. It's like... It's an 80-yard field instead of 100, and but there's only, like, six people on each team, right? So there's a lot more space. It's a lot more, like, running around, and, you know, if you, like, if two people mess up on a play, it's, like, a touchdown for the other team or vice versa, like a sack. But that was really fun. I was really, not to toot my own horn, but I was really good. I was really <laughs> good. I would play, for the guys that are listening to this, I would play uh, fullback and defensive end. And I was really good. I started my freshman year, made it to the state championship freshman year. Um, so I started all four years, or all three years I was playing for NBCA. Um, we didn't, we made 
semifinals sophomore year. And then when I came back from my senior year, um, we made state again. Lost both state championships, sadly. Really sucked. The senior year one, we what lost by like 11 points. But we were like we were in the lead with like seven minutes left to go in the fourth. Six minutes even. Like it was so sad. But but yeah, I was really good. So like I came back my senior year and they gave me like a pretty much like for college, like a full ride scholarship, but for high school, which is again really stupid. (laughs) Like why? But yeah, I would also I was trying to go play football for for college, but that didn't work out. The only like way I would have been able to play was to walk on for like a division one or two school or like again walk on for a d3 school but d3 schools don't offer scholarships for sports so I was not about to do that but yeah that was a long rant about (laughs) about my high school experience but <laughs> you got my bad. No, so I'm a vapor. I vape. You're a vapor. Yeah, I vape. You're gas. Yeah, I'm gassy. Che- I'm chief. No, <laughs> I'm chief. Chiefing off this elf bar right now. Yeah, you have been. What's up with that? I it's thought nice. you were trying to quit. I was trying to quit. It's called. Yeah, what happened to that? I just decided not to try to quit anymore. Mm, okay. Yeah. I've been chiefing less. Yeah, but you weren't even doing that before, and now you are. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Let's not get into that. Anyway. You're the one that brought it up! <laughs> well, I was going to segue into <laughs> when I first started, which is, it's kind of like sad if you think about it, like starting sad. at a young age. But every like you know how Jules got like super popular yes. back when we were in high school. So I was fifteen when Jules started getting popular. And I had no idea. Like I was such a unexperienced kid, like when it comes to alcohol, drugs. Anything bad. Anything bad. I'm the opposite. <laughs> like my parents uh raised me super religious and closed minded um, when it comes to like secular stuff. So, I I didn't know anything about that, but my friends, uh, they did, and so they got a jewel when I was fifteen, and I just I was like blown away. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, I want to try this." And so, like, I did, and then because I was so ignorant of the fact that it was addictive and it wasn't good, I was like, "How do I get my hands on one of these like myself?" And now, like, the age limit's twenty one to get one, but back then I was 18 which still is I mean three years older than I was then so I was like how do I get this and so when I first started driving when I was 16 I was like okay like how do I get my own like where do I go and so the first ever vape that I bought myself I went to this little vape shop after after youth group after church wow, with my best friend that's so ironic <laughs> I know that's amazing I, I don't know what came over me it's probably I was so confident in myself after praising the lord i was like hallelujah <laughs> <God's> God. <laughs> no. <laughs> i was like yo I, god's got my back <laughs> Excuse you. god's got my back like uh i can do anything right 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> John three sixteen, baby. But I went to my friend and I. I was like, bro, I'm gonna go into this vape shop and just get a jewel. I'm just gonna get a jewel pack. And so I walk in. I'm terrified, but I'm still like, bro, I'm. I've walked through the door. Like I'm here. It's all or nothing. So I just go up to the guy. I'm like, hey, can I get, can I get a jewel starter pack? It's literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, he. He just gives it, gives it to me. I pay for it, obviously, but he's like, "Yeah, no problem." That was it. I, I think it's because of how confident I seemed. Because I was like, either way, it's or not. What's the big care. deal? Or he didn't care. But I, I felt like I was pretty care. confident. But yeah, I walked out as a six, newly turned sixteen-year-old with a with a jewel device, and then I tried going back to that place whenever that those pods ran out. They said no. But I'm not going to name the name of this smoke shop in New Braunfels. But there's this one smoke shop that this one man, sweet old man, who wore a leather jacket, had like a rag or a rat tail, who worked at the smoke shop and had a drive through And you would pull up and he it, he would not ask for your ID. <laughs> like he would know. Like he would look at you, wink, and just, eh, it's all right, man. And then he would give it to you. So I would go there. My friends and I. His name is Bob. <laughs> like, I'm not, not kidding. We'd be like, hey, Bob, how you doing? Like, oh, I'm all right. What do you need? <laughs> uh, can I get a menthol pod, please? Yeah. I'll be $12. Oh, my God. I think he, it's just because he upcharged. He might have owned the place. I don't know. There's no way he didn't own the place if he was just selling it or whatever. I don't know. Some people, I mean, he's old, man. He had to be in his, like, mid to late 60s. I don't know if he still works there. I haven't been there since high school. That would make sense if he owned it then. Yeah, it would. It. Yeah, that's true. Small little shop. No, I'm the opposite. I, like, literally didn't do any of that stuff because my dad was a cop. Your dad was a cop, too! Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, my dad was scary. Like, my dad is so scary. Like He is scary. He would scare... <laughs> <laughs> He's terrifying. He would, like, scare me and my brother, mostly me, um, by like telling us realistic stories, right? And then I would just be like, shit, like that sounds pretty fucked up. Like, I don't want that to happen to me. And he'd be like, yeah, like that happens and stuff. Like, I don't know, with any kind of drug, like not really as much like jewels or anything because I wasn't really around at the time. But like, come here, Tiny. Tiny's joining us for. Come on, buddy. The remainder, if he can make it. Sniffing. Ew, it all sniffed my toes. <laughs> Oh, I saw that. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, <laughs> that was cute. Um, so I just kind of like did it. I don't know. Like, I just kind of was like logical and just like, oh yeah, like that doesn't sound like it's great. Or like, I don't want to lose my teeth or get lung cancer. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to be like an alcoholic. And it's also because like my family has a very addictive gene, right? So in my head, I was like, oh well, if I can like get addicted to stuff easier then like I should just stay away from it at least until I'm like of age so that was enough for me to like stay away from everything yeah like literally everything like I didn't even have my first drink until maybe like my senior year of high school and it was literally just like my brother and I were sitting at the bar like in our apartment and like our dad was probably either like out working or some I think he was like driving lift or something Mm-hmm. And my brother got off his shift from like serving, and 
he was like, oh, hey, like, do you want a drink? And I was like, sure, but I don't know what I like because I, like, haven't had anything really. Yeah. And so, like, that was the first time I, like, drank and, like, got tipsy. And I had, like, a Tito's and pink lemonade. That was really good. <laughs> that does sound good. <laughs> it is. That was, like, my go-to drink for a long time. But, yeah, so I had that. And then, like, even now, like, I don't smoke like that. Like, I don't use... I don't smoke nicotine. Yeah. And then, like, I don't even really drink unless it's, like, socially, honestly. So maybe, like, once a week tops. And that's if I'm going out. Yeah. Like, every week or something. Yeah. Which I don't even do because I'm poor. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. You know? I think the reason why I, like, vape and I smoke. Oh, Tony almost scratched me. Okay, I'm sorry. He doesn't like it when his belly's touched and I accidentally touch his belly. Um, (laughs) um, I think the reason why I drink more often than you do and I vape is because my parents like kept me like secluded from all that stuff and like it was so like you know secular and like sinful that like I had no access to that even in like a educational stance like I didn't learn about drinking or vaping so or smoking or anything so whenever like the first times that excuse me that stuff was like brought to my attention i was i had no idea like the negative side effects like if things were addicting or whatever so there was nothing to like shy me away from it other than the fact that like it's wrong yeah that's what makes it like so interesting that's yeah what, like, i don't know that, just, curiosity. that never clicked in my head the whole like them saying don't do it as your parents and then you being like or, like, in my head, I never got the whole, like, oh, no, I want to do it because they said not to do it. Like, that just never happened to me. I don't know. Like. Well, probably because your dad scared you. With, maybe. Like, what but was. I wasn't always, like, scared. I was just, like, oh, like, that makes sense. Like. Yeah. Two plus two equals four. Like, if I, you know, start drinking or whatever, like, I'm going to, like, have to drive to get back home, right? Yeah. Which means either I'm going to hurt somebody if I've been drinking and driving or, like. I'm going to get hurt if I get in the car with somebody that's been drinking and driving, right? So, like, why drink? You know, like, I'm not 21, you know? So, like, that was just kind of, like, my thought process Yeah. for everything. And I also just, like, had a really good group of friends, and, like, none of us did that. Like, if we did, it was, like, by ourselves. Like, we wouldn't do it while we were hanging out with each other because it was, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just had a really good, like, solid group of friends because, like, because I was – an athlete and like I was always with that kind of crowd yeah I don't know like not that every like group of like athletic teams is like oh they're the best people on the planet but like yeah I was best I don't know because I was in wrestling and like our health was like super important to the sport specifically yeah like watching our weight was like the sport like literally if you didn't make weight like you can't participate and so like that's why we held that so dear so instead (laughs) of drinking or like whatever going out we would literally like go to Red Robin, get, like, endless fries, and then go home and eat ice cream and watch movies together. Like, yeah. that's that was a Saturday night for me in high school. <laughs> so it's, like, yeah. Yeah. No, because I had – I was really close to my group of friends. Like, we would hang out every single day. Like, almost every day for those four years. Yeah, same. Like, yeah, I would hang out with them, and we were in like we were all in the same sports team and everything. Well, I think it's also because you went to a Christian school, 
that I think that alone plays a big role. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I because like I don't disagree with that. Not that my school is like not Christian or anything, but it was like a public school, so it was just like none of that was really important. It wasn't like oh, like Jesus will not love you if you you know like it was just like nah, you're just stupid. So people yeah. would be like, oh, I don't care. I'm gonna be stupid. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or like a lot of people had like messed up families or something, right? So like I know like I had this one teammate that would do stuff like that but like he was always getting in trouble and like people would make it like our coach would make an example of him right because he would like be hungover and like throwing up at practice or like yeah, see. stuff like that so then they would get called out and then they would get like caught with drugs or something like just weed or whatever and so they would get like suspended for a little bit yeah and when i was in high school though and when we did eventually start drinking which wasn't until maybe my junior year like I was never, like, drunk. Like, I would think I was drunk. Like, we would take, like, <laughs> one and a half shots tops. Like, and then I'd, like, that was it. Because, again, we had, like, no experience with it. But uh, what I was going to say is, like, we all were introduced to that stuff at the same time. And so it was, like, one of us would take, like, the first steps of, like, what is this? Like, uh, like, oh, like, vaping, that's pretty cool. Like, or whatever. And then with drinking, ow. Okay, Tiny actually scratched me that time. Oh my god. Uh, maybe he is an angry cat. He is. Why do you see? He's sweet most of the time. Okay, alright, okay. crazy eyes. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> anyway, but I don't know. I feel like it's one, when you're introduced to that stuff and you're just like, your first thought process before you're even, even introduced to it is no, that's like really wrong. Like, whenever you are introduced to it and you have access to it or you try it for the first time, it's like it has the opposite effect to it. Because one of my my best friends in high school, my best friend in high school, um, he hated the idea of drinking because his parents were alcoholics, not abusive alcoholics, yeah. but they would just like drink a lot every night and then just go to sleep. Like they were really cool. I loved his parents. Yeah. But he hated it. Whenever my other friends and I would like take it like that one shot, he'd be like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, get out of here. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. Like, whatever. And now, he's in college. He's in a frat. He is such an abuser of every single type of substance you can think of. Yeah. Like, he drinks so much more than I ever have. Smokes so much more. Snorts so much more. Like, it's crazy. And he used to be this guy that was, like, still, like, an idiot. Like, we were all idiots in high school. But, like, come on, man. Like, it's crazy how that happens. It's sad. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. Right. Now, so that, now that you brought up the frat, now you have to talk about how you were in a frat. Oh, God. And how you're a frat guy. Yeah. So, after I graduated from uh, a small private Christian school in a small central Texas town, I was trying to figure out where to go to college. And it was either go to... A big school that was right next, like literally a five minute drive from my house, a small school that was about a 30 minute drive from my house, or the University of Houston, which is a massive school in Houston, which is the biggest city in Texas, and like the fifth biggest city in the US. And so I decided to go to there, when, like been in Houston once in my life before that. So that was an eye opening experience going to such a big school, but yeah. Uh, that's when COVID hit my senior year. So school was a little bit more, a lot more lax than it was like almost all my classes were online. 
So I decided that the easiest way to make friends was to join a fraternity. And so I joined uh, Alpha Sigma Phi. <laughs> Alpha Sigma Phi till I die. <laughs> in, oh in, in Houston. And honestly, it was a really cool experience. Like when you think of frats and like the, in the movies, like in Neighbors and stuff, it's like, oh, these guys are just like assholes and they're partying all the time and they're fucking... And they are, and that's how it really is. No, no. Yes. At least not, a lot are. Like, at Ole Miss and, like, our, those SEC schools, yeah, a lot of frats are like that, or, like, SMU. But at Houston, like, even though it's a massive school and there's so many people, like, students that go there, like, the frats weren't that big. Like, Greek life was not huge there. So my frat was, like, it was a decent-sized frat, but my, my rushing class was only like 18 kids so it wasn't that big it's not like there's a huge huge like group of kids that are joining it's not like the ragers are massive like we were just guys that would hang out we'd go get drinks together we'd sure like we'd party and we'd like get really drunk and like do like your typical frat stuff but it was never to like that extent Mm -hmm. but me being the personable cool uh guy that i was i joined and the second semester of that year, I became the vice president of recruiting, which meant that I was in charge of getting more people to join that frat, which was a really cool thing. And it's a really cool uh, thing to have on like a resume. It's like, oh, I was a part of the council in a fraternity. But yeah, it was really lax. Like people crap on me for being yeah, <laughs> in a frat. Oh, a typical fat guy Evan over here, but... Because you act like it sometimes. I do act like Especially a fat Especially when I first met you, I was, like, really, like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I was a bit of a frat boy. It was bad. But I was not an asshole. Like, not at all. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh like that. I was not. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> it was mostly, like people would make fun of you for it so then i was like well are you because if enough people are like saying it like is it a joke like i don't know but that was before i like knew you yeah so i feel like my frat sona is what i like to call it my frat sona is definitely it's annoying but it's not like (laughs) it hardly ever comes out i know but it's definitely really (laughs) obvious when it does (laughs) but i do like i like doing it sometimes as a joke it's okay but if you're ever being serious, I'd be like, you're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Damn. That's disheartening. <laughs> Just being honest. But yeah, I used to be in a frat. And that's the end of the story. I didn't. Uh, so after my freshman year of college, I decided financially it wasn't, I wasn't able to go back for my sophomore year. Which has now become my going back for a second year again. So it's been two years now without going to college, and it is what it is. Yeah. College is expensive. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about how expensive it is? So, okay, so for me, I was supposed to go to Shriner University for nursing, which is a private school. And the only reason that I was gonna go to a private school, because I'm super like anti private school, because it's like expensive for no reason, obviously. the only reason I was going to go is because I wanted to wrestle, and women's wrestling is super small, yada yada, etc. Not important, but I had to. Like, there wasn't any other options. Like, it was only available at private schools. 
Yeah. And so obviously I wanted to go to the closest one so that I could get in-state tuition. And I think Shriner and Texas Wesleyan are the only... Or no, and Wayland. There's only like three options in Texas, I think, for like women's wrestling in college. And I didn't want to go super far. And Shriner was like the closest where I live. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll obviously go there. And like my club coach was the head coach there for like the whole wrestling program. So I was like, hell yeah, like perfect. And so obviously he got me a hell of a good scholarship because he was like, I want you to go here. Like, I want you to be a leader. I want you to be on this team and like grow this team and everything. Cause I was going to be like, by the time I would have been like a freshman there, it would have been like the second year of the program entirely. Like it was a brand new program. Yeah. And so he put like a lot of faith in me and was like, here, like I'm gonna help you out as much as I can financially, yada, yada. So he gave me like the max of like the athletic scholarship they could provide. And I got, like, a decent amount of money for, like, um, the academic portion of the scholarship. Mm-hmm. And I still, like, after the numbers were crunched, on my birthday, after I graduated, the summer after I graduated, I'm, like, ready. I'm, like, packed, almost completely packed to, like, go off to college. And I'm going to room with my best friend who I, like, went to high school with. And, like, we were wrestlers together and, like, everything. Like, we went through so much together. I was in a room with her, and I get the numbers, and they've been crunched, and I still would have had to pay, like, 20 grand at least a year, or a semester. A, a semester. semester. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even know if that's the right number. It might have been higher, honestly. I don't remember. But yeah. but, yeah, so I called them. I was like, hey, I don't know if I can do this. Like, if y'all can't give me more money, I can't go. And then they were like, well, what do you mean? Like, and I was like, well, if y'all don't give me more money, I can't go. Like, I'm seven, or I had just turned 18, but I think, oh yeah, it was because, it was something with like, because my dad, like, would have had to sign with me, and I didn't want to ruin his credit because he was going through so much with the divorce with my mom. Yeah. So I didn't want to put him through another, like, I didn't want to put him in more debt. Because he would have had to co-sign the loan because I was, like, I didn't have any credit or anything, right? So yeah, they wouldn't yeah. give me all that money by myself. Um, I don't remember the psychopalities, but I found out on my birthday, like, I couldn't go to my dream school. That's terrible on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, my God. And I had to, like, call my wrestling coach and tell him. And I was, like, crying after because I felt so bad. And then um, I felt really bad for my best friend, obviously, because she was, like, literally waiting for me to, like go move in with her and everything we had been planning it for like a good two years at this point so it really sucked and so yeah private school is really expensive and it fucking sucks (laughs) so that's why i never went to school there i just ended up going to community and i like got financial aid for it um and i lived with my dad and my brother for like two years or something like that after i graduated and i went to um community for like I didn't take any breaks. So, like, I even did, like, a winter semester, and I did a summer. So, I think I went for, like... That's, like... Four or five semesters or something. Yeah. And then... So, I almost got my associates, but then that's when I changed my degree from nursing to microbiology. So, I had to start over, pretty much, almost from, like, no credits. Yeah. So, that sucked. And then I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'll just go to Texas State and they have microbiology there. 
And then I just decided I didn't want to do school anymore because <laughs> it was so expensive. Yeah, it's, it's not a – I feel like there's some stigma about, like, not going to college or, like, dropping out of college. Yeah. But with how expensive it is – and that's mostly coming from, like, parents. So, like, people over the age of 30 yeah. at least – over the age of 40 now. I mean, no, there's still stigma with kids our age because, like, I'll be at work and, like, if somebody asks me, like, a new person or somebody that I just haven't talked to yet asks me, like, oh, are you in school? And I'm just like, no, because I'm not in school right now. Like, I haven't been for, like, two two years? Something like that? Around the same time as you. Yeah. Um, they're just kind of like, oh. Well, also because those are kids that their parents are probably paying for their school and they're working that job. Not always. Not always. But I know there's a few... A few, yeah. But yeah. I mean in the sense of that, like, like we're already in our 20s, like, we can form our own opinions, and then they, like, people our age still decide yeah. to, like, have that stigma and carry it on. I, well, like, I'm saying that's probably, like, yeah. It's like, coming from their de- parents. But they could decide to have their own opinion, and they don't. They're just like, oh, no, like, yeah, college, like, sure. you have to. If you don't, you're a loser. But that's the other thing is that it's, like, a high and mighty thing of, like, oh, they're in college, and I'm not. So they're just like, oh, like, she's not in college. Yeah. Like, she's just working here kind of thing. Yeah. But it's 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 difficult, especially when you move no, out and you're dealing with – and people do it. Like, you can do it, but it's just – it's really difficult, and it's hard to – to get that motivation to go through that huge financial struggle and, you know, exhaustion. Yeah. It's because just not... of how expensive it's gotten. Like, when my parents were going to school, my parents were always talking about, oh, yeah, student loan sucks, student debt sucks. I'm yeah. like, how much did you pay for a year? Eight grand for a year? Yeah, right. I'm like, bro, it's like... That's like just our what... housing. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, at a public school, it's still like 25 grand a year for everything, including... In, uh, including room and board. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so expensive. Like, I think I was talking to you the other day about how, like, inflation has gone up, like, 100% or something since, like, 1980 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, I forget the exact percentage, but I remember the percentage for college tuition, which has gone up 450%. Like, that's just an insane number. Like, no one's, no one is, like, gonna be able to pay that out of their pocket yeah like back in the day you could pay for college out of your pocket not now yeah and even like the school i'm looking into going to right now like still like 800 dollars per class like that's a lot yeah so yeah this became a really sad rant about (laughs) (laughs) trying to get a degree but you don't need a degree but the okay, my my thing is like the stigma behind like needing a degree shouldn't even exist because there's a lot of people that work at the same place as we do and get paid the same amount as we do and they have a degree. And I'm like, yeah. what has that done for you? Literally nothing. Like I feel bad for them because I'm like, you went through all that to be at the same place that I'm at. Yeah. But it's like you know what I mean? It's like just... you just don't need one. Like you need it for certain things and like certain jobs literally require you to have one and it may not even need to be what the job's relative to like it could just say like bachelor's degree or whatever yeah but it's like that's i don't know and at this point it's kind of like it's funny whenever places like let's say i'm looking into like i don't know like some kind of marketing job and then it'll just say like oh you just need like a bachelor's degree and it's like oh so what if i got a bachelor's degree in like art history or something right yeah but it's like i can still get hired over somebody that doesn't have a degree that's why i'm saying like having a degree like doesn't really always make sense yeah 
Unless it's something with a license. If it's a license, that makes sense because that means, like, most of your degree has, like, gone to that exact profession. Like, for example, medical or whatever. Especially if you're, like, trying to be, like... like a nurse practitioner or whatever because that's like you need a doctorate for that or whatever so it's past a bachelor a bachelor's degree so at that point it's like yeah like most of your schooling has gone to like that actual profession and it's not just like a regular bachelor's degree where it's like oh like half of this was basics and at like the sixth and seventh yeah, history exactly. class that you've ever taken you know like i don't know that's why I just the think smartest thing is money too. the smartest thing if you're gonna do it is to go to community college your first two years. For no, sure. it is one hundred percent. Like, I'm mad at myself. I'm so mad at myself for going to to a four year college at university. Yeah, because I have no debt. Yeah, I did that. and I have debt. Yeah, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> it's honestly so. I used to think it was a lot. It's not as much, especially if Biden's. What's <laughs> <laughs> Tiny, tiny doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's like licking his neck fur and it's getting stuck in his mouth oh crusty <laughs> it's not crusty it's probably him. <laughs> it's so crusty no it's not they're gonna think he's gross he's not a gross cat it's just sticking to his mouth because it's a lot of fur <laughs> what i was saying though was <laughs> i wonder if i wonder if they can hear him i don't know that would be funny um uh, if Biden's student loan forgiveness thing goes through, half of it, half of my debt is actually uh, government loans, that which I just now realized. Like nice. I, was, I like looked at all of my like loans and stuff, so that'd be really cool. Yeah. If that eventually does go through, which is another thing that we were gonna talk about, was I went to go talk to my papa, my grandpa, the other day, and what were we talking about? We. He, I haven't, like, eaten lunch with him. He wants to, like, he likes eating lunch with me, like, a good amount. So we can, like, catch up and talk because he yeah. is very personable. Anyway, so <laughs> one of the things that we talked about was, like, school, like, what we're talking about. And he went to school in, like, what, the 60s and the 70s, right? So it was a lot cheaper. But still, he had a wife and kids when he was putting himself through school. And so he joined the military to make it easier. Um, so it took him like 12 years to get his degrees. He has multiple degrees. But he's talking about how, oh, like, I don't like Joe Biden's student loan or student loan forgiveness plan. Like, it's going to affect all of us. Like, why can't people just like work through school like I did, like bust their ass? Like, that's how it's supposed to be. And I'm just sitting there like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You're right. <laughs> like, I totally agree. And in the back of my head, I'm going like, no, please save us by it because it's i don't know there's got to be some give and take like i know we're a capitalist country and all that but it's supposed to be a trickle down economics and that shit ain't trickling down that shit is evaporating up (laughs) (laughs) give me give me some leeway here mr biden but yeah anything else you wanted to talk about do we have anything else on the agenda I don't know. Think so. Should we call it here? Sure. Yeah, it's about we about hit that hour mark. Well, (laughs) thank you guys for listening to the first full episode of the Tiny Cast. Again, this is Evan and Avery. 
And we're signing off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Thank you.